Welcome to Podcastus. I'm your host, Andrew Roof. We're trying something new today. We're going to try some commentary. Let us know what you think. Today is November 10th, 2020, and Joe Biden is the president-elect. And despite any credible evidence of fraud, President Trump is refusing to accept defeat. Now, I think this is a new and what I consider an extremely dangerous point in our nation's history. Because when you read history, it's easy to forget that the people you're reading about didn't know what was going to happen. You know, they, they didn't know what 20 years down the road would be. They were just living. And that's where we're at today. But stop for a second and imagine that this had happened in the 60s or the 70s or the 80s or the 90s. How would our country be different today? How would our nation be different if 50% of the population had been led to believe that their democracy was a sham in the 1980s? I'd argue it's likely that we'd be in a much worse place today if half of the electorate had been led to believe that our democracy was a sham. Which brings us to the following. What's the worst that happens with President Trump pulling this right now? I mean, what's the best that could happen? Today's November 10th. In my opinion, the best thing that could happen would be if we wake up tomorrow and Trump's conceded. He's admitted defeat. That's the best case scenario. But that still leaves us with the problem of at least half of the electorate believing that they've been the victim of some sort of elaborate fraud. And that's going to have a lot of long-lasting negative consequences. So what are the worst-case scenarios? Obviously, they're pretty terrible. The end of democracy? Or at least a severe weakening of democracy? Because when free and fair elections don't work, what's next? You know, I'm not willing to put anything past Donald Trump. We're not dealing with a rational actor. And we're playing a new game with a new set of rules. You know, I'll admit that when Trump first refused to accept defeat, I found it kind of amusing. But I'm getting more and more worried. And I'm getting more and more enraged that the GOP is playing this game. Because they need to stand up and put an end to this now, while they can. Simply put, if the elected members of the Republican Party continue to play this game, Trump's not going to give up. And then we're going to be in a situation where we have to get him out. And that's going to be a nightmare. This might sound overly dramatic, but I don't think a lot of us have taken the time to step back and take a breath and absorb what's happening right now, which is that the Republican Party and the machine of Trump's government is refusing to accept the results of a completely transparent election. This is when the alarm bells should be going off. You know, This isn't grabbing by the pussy or some idiotic tweet that Trump sent out. This is a new game. This is the beginning of a coup. Now, I can see the writing on the wall. Trump knows that people are going to be on the streets protesting soon. He's just waiting. And he knows his supporters are going to be ready to mix it up. The Proud Boys, the militia groups. They're chomping at the bit to get on the streets. And Trump has nothing to lose at this point. It's not a stretch for me to imagine that in a few weeks we're going to have violence. Back and forth. In many cities across the United States. Now, is Trump going to calm everybody down? Has he ever calmed anyone down? Or is he going to fan the flames? Is he going to declare martial law? I don't know, and that's the scary thing. I hope I'm wrong on this, and I hope that Trump ends this insanity soon. But mostly I hope that the GOP steps up now 
and ends it for him. Because if they all stand up and tell him he's done, that they're not going along with this, he'll have no choice. But if they keep continuing this game, it's going to get out of hand. And I don't want to see where it ends. Thanks for listening.